0: Welcome to Gosh Darn Fiasco. I'm Angela M. Weber.
1: And I'm Richard Molina.
0: On this show, my friends and I play a game called Fiasco.
1: This episode features a Fiasco setting called Fortune and Glory. It's basically an Indiana Jones story type playset.
0: Fiasco is a tabletop role playing games with rules and dice and stuff. But if you don't know anything about Fiasco, that's okay. Basically, you'll just hear people improvising a story about adventure archaeology. Ooh! It's like listening to a movie without any pictures.
1: Okay, here's what's going to happen. First, we use the setting to select details for our story from the playset. We'll get relationships, objects, needs, and locations.
0: Once we have our details, we decide on our characters' names, and the players go around the table taking turns setting up and acting out scenes.
1: We'll explain everything else as it goes on.
0: I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it.
1: Well, I'm not actually in this one. You'll
0: love it. I recorded it. in L.A. I think
1: you'll have a good time. Oh, listen. good. I'm gonna listen.
0: And we're here! Welcome to God's Darn Fiasco everybody, this is Angela Weber, your host And today, with me, I have three amazing people we are recording in the city of Los Angeles, California True? Yes uh to my left first we will start with comedian and writer host of the obsessed podcast and co-host of star wars podcast feed Force center i'm just gonna say all of the words at once joseph scrimshaw <laughs> Hi, i
1: am very happy to be here in <laughs> los angeles where we are doing robot voices
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's star wars podcast feed for which one which one of those is the podcast name a force center force center it is
1: a star wars podcast feed because we have multiple shows it's not just one show So it's too limiting to say Star Wars podcast. It's like a radio station,
0: but podcast. All Star
2: Wars all the time. (laughs)
1: That's right. At like 3 a.m. You can just hear me. (laughs) Ken Napsack and Jennifer Landa just talking about Star Wars (laughs) in the middle of the night. Running out of things to say. Never. Hot singles in your area talking about Star Wars.
0: (laughs) Uh, Swipe right now. (laughs) We also have screenwriter of The Duff, co-host of the Peanuts Gallery podcast, and coming soon to you in Los Angeles on the show Headcanon October 14th, which is hosted by Hal Lublin and Joseph Scrimshaw, please welcome Josh A. Kagan.
2: Yay! Yay! I live for improv comedy and role-playing games. Yes, he does. This is going to be great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I told you, I was like, you probably don't want to be on my podcast, it's a game, and you were like, yes, I do. Aha, I'll show you. Yeah, and then it's fine. And here I am, You're, it's in good. Los
2: Angeles. We're talking about Star Wars, right? You're,
0: yeah, sure we are. <laughs> and finally, comedian, musician, her new album, Radio Silence, just came out yesterday, far in the past for you, listener, but uh, it is Lucia Fasano. Hello, Lucia. Hello. So happy to be here. I'm excited. We're sitting next to each other, which we don't often do. I know. We're going to have a relationship. Our characters will interact. It's going to be so good. What are your opinions on a 24-hour Star Wars radio station?
3: Oh, I think that that's just the right amount of time that is n- needed to be devoted to Star Wars.
0: Yeah, all time, all
3: time Constant and space,
2: time. or just for that twenty-four hours and then they're done. And
3: then <laughs> they're that's
2: done. That's
0: it. We've done it. We've <laughs> had enough. <laughs> that's pattern.
2: No, it, do you think never.
0: If you talked for twenty-four hours straight about Star Wars, you would still have more to say.
1: Yes, because there's always more Star Wars coming out. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> Yay.
0: All right, well, okay, so today... <laughs> <Nice try. laughs> wasn't the answer I wanted. Uh, today we are going to be playing the Fortune and Glory playset written by Ryan MacDonald, and I would like now for Joseph to read the inspiration flavor text for this playset. Excellent.
1: Excellent. You're gonna get killed, chasing it after your damn fortune and glory. There's an entire world of ancient civilizations out there to study and discover. There's even more money in it if you find the artifact of your career. But remember that guy you screwed over in Tunisia ten years ago? He's here, mm-hmm. holding a gun to your back, determined to take the prize you risked your life for.
0: Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be a disaster.
1: Yeah. It's great. We're gonna make money and die. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just like Star Wars? You've really taken to living
1: in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to do it in that order.
0: And then uh, on the ones and twos today, we have Aubrey Weber from the Double Clicks. Hi, Aubrey. Yeah, Is everything okay? Okay. So we begin, as we always do, with relationships. I'm going to hand you, I'll start with you, Joseph, okay. a, sta- a stack of relationships. On the outside here, it says a category. Okay. You're going to pick one of these, and you're going to put it uh, between two players. Okay. So you gave a professional relationship to Josh and Lucia. Now, Josh, I sure did. I need you to do the same.
1: Strictly above the board.
2: Okay. Oh. An
0: odd relationship for Joseph and oh, I. Oh, I thought that
2: said ODP.
3: Oh, I didn't ODP. know what that
0: meant. We so. <laughs> <laughs> were addicted right. to some strange drug that we found in <laughs> Egypt.
3: The relationship between Angela and I is the war. Yep.
0: Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> and so that means I will give... Josh and Joseph. Friendship or family? Family relationship.
1: Well, friendship's out there. (laughs) (laughs) No friends. Another miserable Thanksgiving. (laughs) Staring across the table. In Tunisia. (laughs) Uh,
0: And now uh, we will specify these. So I'm just going to grab one of these, open it up, and pick one. The professional relationship between Josh and Lucia will be a young journalist and subject of the story.
1: Uh, Open our odd relationship. Great. And find out what's going on. Uh, All right. Ooh. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with filmmaker and a gopher. Excellent. (laughs) Okay. The animal? (laughs) Well, I guess we can make our own decisions.
0: All right. Josh? Yes. Uh, Family or the war? The war. Yeah. What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh,
2: families. Uh, do. Uh, Always go for the one with the ellipses. Uh, Behind enemy lines in their
0: uniforms. (gasps) This is exciting. Great. And then Lucia, what is Josh and Joseph's relationship?
3: Josh and Joseph's relationship... Parent and child.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <Brother. laughs> All right, Josh, now you're going to do the same thing we did the first round. You're going to give a need, an object, or a location to a pair of players. Would you like a need, an object, or a location?
2: I will take a need.
0: Great. So just read the outside here and pick your fave.
2: Just saw one that says need to do the right thing, and that's <laughs> right out. <laughs> uh, but to gain ultimate power.
0: Oh, excellent. Yay. Yes. Uh, who are you going to give that to?
2: Oh, good point. Um, you, that seems pretty on brand. All here. right, excellent.
0: <laughs> uh, Joseph and I? Yes. Okay, we have a need. Oh, sorry, that stays close. Okay. Need to gain ultimate power. Uh, Lucia, would you like an object, a location, or a need?
3: Um, I'll take an object. Excellent,
0: and give this to a pair of players that is not Joseph and I?
3: Mysterious and holy for Joseph
0: and Josh. Right.
1: Oh, we're a mysterious and holy family. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Then All I will need. give a location, Asia. To Josh and Lucia
1: oh let's make it fun how about a need to get revenge excellent
3: yes. I will open the need to get revenge great between Angela and I on the person who jilted you
0: need to get revenge on the person who jilted you Uh, I will specify this mysterious and holy object holy mirror of truth <laughs> Because oh, yeah, I don't true. want that's, jo- that's what I shot when I stubbed my toe. <laughs> <food>. <laughs> whole, whole <thing> uh,
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, am I deciding ours or
0: yeah, you? or or Asia? Ooh, yeah.
1: <laughs> let's let's go to Asia. Oh, the, this this one speaks to me. Uh, Club Obi Wan in Beijing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> excellent.
0: And then that's Josh. You get to determine the need to gain ultimate power. There has to be a reason. Yes.
2: <laughs> Pretty ultimate.
0: Oh. <laughs> And
2: prove something to your dad. Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> okay, we have so much going on now, uh, but uh, there are a couple of these that the relationships that are specific. So, for example, we need to decide whether Joseph and Josh are our parent or child, and whether wh- which one of you is a young journalist and which is a subject of a story, Lucia and Josh. What We're
3: soldiers in our uniforms, so. I could be the subject of the story. Makes sense. Yes. Um, Do you know if you're a parent or child?
2: If I am a young journalist, I guess it would make sense that I was the child. All
0: right. Joseph, you and I, one of us is a filmmaker and one of us is a gopher.
1: I would love to be a gopher.
0: (laughs) Okay, you're a parent and a gopher. I would love to, yes.
1: Have those (laughs) conflicting status (laughs) challenges. (laughs)
0: And you and I were in a war, and or are in a war, mm-hmm. and we have to get revenge on a person who jilted you. Is jilted exclusively romantic? What does jilted mean? I think it's
2: anytime anybody fucks anyone over, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think anytime you played, the spirit of it is romantic. Romantically, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's possible one of us jilted the other one.
3: Oh, true. Or true. that we were both jilted. So let's figure
0: out our names and our. Professions and sometimes age is helpful, sure. um, and then we'll write them down on our cards and introduce ourselves. Um, I will start. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Tony Tomes, filmmaker, veteran of the fictional World War One, and uh, gonna go investigate some archaeological stuff. Um, but I'm 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 using that as a backdrop for my film that I'm making called "The Myth of the Holy Mirror of Truth." Um, that should be the subtitle. The name of the movie is Daria. <laughs> Daria and the Myth of the Holy Mirror of Truth. Uh, Daria is a an Americanization of uh, a Chinese name for uh, one of the legends about the Holy Mirror of Truth. And you're my gopher.
1: That's right. I am your gopher. My name is Minnesota Steve. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of like Indiana Jones, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Minnesota Steve is a proud father uh but he he he's lived most of his life in Minnesota he saw his son getting out there doing cool things, and he thought, I should be like my son. Aww. I want to impress my son. I want to get out there and, and do stuff, even though I'm a, a man of advancing age. Uh, I don't care. I'll do the lowliest thing. I'll be a gopher. That sounds fun, because I can go to China, yeah. and I can uh, team up with this wonderful filmmaker. I've heard so much about Tony Tones. We'll make this wonderful film called uh, Daria, which is not about a baker from Duluth. No, no it is about <laughs> a mythical mirror that I've also heard is the, this mirror is... a uh, Secretly, the path to ultimate power, uh, which also sounds nice. So, mostly Minnesota Steve, me, I just want to impress my son, do a good job at work, and find this mirror to gain ultimate power. <laughs> That's all.
2: My name is uh, Cubby Cub Cubbington. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, I just graduated junior high, which means that's the most schooling that anyone in my family's had. Uh, so I'm pretty proud of that. And I'm looking to shake the dust off this, uh, one horse town, see the world. Even if that means following my dad around while he's going and fetching people's newspapers and whatnot. Uh, I feel like if I follow him to Asia, uh, I'm going to be able to, uh, get a big story, get a big scoop and, uh, really make a name for myself, uh, because I haven't actually been published in anything yet. Uh, uh, and maybe uh, maybe it'll be this mirror, maybe it'll be some other kind of adventure, but gee whiz, I- I'm just happy to, uh, to 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 be in Asia looking for the big story, and hopefully uh, my old man doesn't get in the way, because I uh, never really thought
1: very much of him.
3: Hi, I'm Sergeant Betty. Yes. I was a high-ranking soldier in the war. Uh, I, women weren't allowed in the war, but I went Mulan style. <laughs> I had them call me uh, Babe which was a masculine uh, nickname for me. Uh, so in the, in the war, I, uh, I had a little fling with Tony Tomes uh, before they knew that uh, underneath my masculine man bun was a feminine man bun. <laughs> uh, but uh, when I was in the war, I was a decorated hero. I saved a bunch of people from the mine shaft. So uh, after the war, I went back to New York. And I have been a decorated soldier. Everybody wants a piece of me, of Sergeant Betty, and wants to interview me, but I have not done one interview yet.
2: Say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds like a scoop right there.
0: Great. Excellent. Then we'll do scenes. Does anybody want to start? Um, I have an idea for a scene. Uh, Tony Tomes is going to go to Betty's, uh, Betty Babe's apartment um, in New York. Uh, Or I guess we could meet in Central Park. That's a place that's in New York for real. (laughs) Probably in the 20s. (laughs) It's
1: all about globetrotting, so might as well go to a park.
0: Mm. Um, And uh, uh, I'm going to convince you to be in my movie. Okay. Even though you're not an actor. (laughs) Um, And uh, Steve can come along. Sure. If I need anything, you'll get it for me.
1: I'm standing around ready. I just want to see the world. (laughs)
0: Babe, I mean, Betty, it's so good to see you again.
3: Oh, hello, privates, private. <laughs> Sorry, old habits die hard.
1: Is that an official military term? I, I wasn't in the war. Privates, private? Is that a, an actual
0: rank? Steve, I'll tell you if I need anything.
1: Oh, okay. I'll just sit here quietly staring at buildings.
0: <laughs> They're very tall. You should be very impressed. My neck hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sergeant. Thank it you. It was a big shock to me. When I found out that your man bun was actually a lady man bun. But I, I forgive you for your lies and for lying to get into the military to save the country. Like a lying liar. And I, I have embraced my new love for lies that I got from you. And become a fictional filmmaker of fictional films. Isn't that great?
3: Oh, I'm glad that you took something good out of the experience.
0: It really shook me to my core. Oh, well, uh, not the war so much, but, you know, the lies. Oh. oh, But here, here's the reason I'm here. I'm going to China, and I'm going to make this movie called Daria and the Myth of the Holy Mirror of Truth. See, they, there's a legend that there's a holy mirror of truth in China somewhere. I don't think it's a very big country, so I think we'll find it almost immediately. Um, the, the thing is that I need somebody to play the lead role of Daria, um, but I don't know any women because I haven't talked to anyone since the war because of your lies and how they shook me to my core. Oh, um, <laughs>
3: PTSD is a real side effect of the war. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I was hoping that, that you could be in the movie and, and be the star and and maybe we could do the private's private thing again.
3: Well, that is tempting. <laughs> I was really hoping that I could, uh, you know, transition to Broadway. Oh. Oh, okay. But the talkies are even better. Yeah, I think you only it'll do be... it once.
1: Does anyone need any coffee?
3: Yeah, give me coffee.
0: Okay. Uh, at the just the word talkie makes me thirsty for coffee. Okay,
1: uh, I already got one. Hoping you would say yes. Here you oh, go. Oh,
0: thank you so much, Steve. You're very good at what you do, and I don't respect you.
1: Uh, thank you for your honesty. <sighs> That's another thing I'm going to learn about the world. <laughs> all the cruelty.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, this is Steve. If you need anything at all. Uh, just yell in his general direction. He usually has it already ready.
1: Yeah, I answer to Minnesota Steve or Steve what? or asshole. <laughs> Basically, any yelling, I'll respond to.
0: Yeah, but he's he's worldly, right? You're or are you just old?
1: I'm just old. Oh, okay. Very old. Uh, Very peppy, though. But uh, Very
0: peppy. if you if you I like want, it. you can get on the big steamship with us tomorrow, and we could go to uh, China.
3: Slow boat to China,
0: Tony. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Great, excellent. I, I don't perceive any uh, possible problems.
4: Uh, I
1: would like this scene to take place on the slow boat to China. Uh, that uh, my son, Cubby, Cub, Covington, and I have gotten on So is
0: your last name, your Minnesota Steve Coving, Covington?
1: No, I think, I, I think my last name is uh, Stevenson, and he just changed his whole name out of shame. It's uh, a nom de plume.
0: <laughs> 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 it's going to be very good once you're published. You need a nom de plume. Absolutely. You're just prepared.
1: The <laughs>
2: stories I'm going to write are going to be so hot, nobody should know who I actually am. Also, I'm embarrassed by my father.
1: <laughs> uh, I think this is in our cramped little, uh, not even stateroom, uh, but I think down in the uh, sort of... Like servants- steerage? Uh, yeah, the steerage. Yeah, we're, we're being bounced around with luggage, <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to talk to my son about the trip and what to expect. Excellent. So, uh, Cubby? Cub? Cubbington? Uh, I, I respect that you altered your name to have no relationship Your lineage. Well, gee
2: whiz, thanks, Dad.
1: uh, But is there, can I, uh, do I have to say all of that all the time? You
2: do, and uh, I, but you know what? You don't have to pronounce the quotes
1: around cub. Okay, so I don't have to be like cubby, cub. Cub. That's perfect,
2: that's perfect. Just like that. Hey, could you please keep that Tarantella music down? This is, I, don't, I don't like these accommodations at all. It's just people dancing and singing and playing the hornpipe.
1: Well, here's the thing, son. Here um, I suspected my whole life that the world outside of Minnesota was just awful. And uh, <laughs> the fascinating thing is it is, but in very different ways. <laughs> and ah. you should appreciate all the different ways the world has to be awful. Well, that sounds like that could be quite the story. Yeah, so I understand you're uh, you're really interested in in all your journalism. Oh, you
2: bet, I just feel like if I, as soon as we get off this, how long are we going to be
1: on this boat, Pop? Oh, it's going length real of time? slow. Yeah, an awful length of time. Uh, I think uh, time. Oh, for, it's one of those terrible things you were talking about. Yeah, time for probably uh, two courses of uh, influenza. We'll probably get sick twice. Mm. Ah, we'll perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you about the journalism. Like, I, I support it. I support it. I'm thank you. By your, thank your... you. I wrote a
2: story about it just the other day. Man supports son.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I saw that. <laughs>
2: Hasn't been published anywhere, but you put it up on the refrigerator anyways, and I appreciate
1: that. I, I sure did, and you, you sure have that old pitter-patter of the uh, of the young cub reporter. Just word after word, just flying out of your mouth. Why, like, thank you very much, Pop. It's just I'm... like things are going to fly out of us when we have influenza. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. What a story. What a scoop. Yeah, but I wanted to talk to you about uh, about you know it's good to scoop, but yeah. you don't have to scoop everything. Uh, go, go. There's some stuff that I'm looking to do when we get over there to Asia. Yeah, I don't really want scooped, son.
2: What are you What are you talking about, Dad?
1: Well, yeah, uh, you know you know how we're going over there. I'm going over there with Mister Tomes to yeah. make a film. I'm gonna get him things. Yeah, I heard while he uh, makes this film. The film. Yeah, that breaks my heart.
2: Yeah, uh, no,
1: well, that's fine uh, Don't you let see, that break Running your...
2: around, bound and scraping That ain't yeah. no way for an old man to behave
1: Well, don't let that break your heart Because you only have one And uh, uh, there's going to be worse things No, so you promise? See, I promise Aw, I thanks, promise. Dad uh, So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I'm I'm very happy uh, that you're here with me And I, I want you to scoop all the things Great S- Scoopity scoop 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 That's what I do But, uh, here's the uh, if I, if I, Can we talk off the record?
2: Mm, hang on Yes.
1: Did you stop a recorder, or did you just no? No, 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 perception? no. Oh,
2: no, no, no. Sometimes the thoughts get ahead of me, and I just have to take a minute and hang on, and turn off this tape recorder, and then just talk off the record. Got it. Got it. So we're off the record.
1: Yes. Okay. Here's here's here, little, little whispers. Little whispers. I heard. Uh, I was I was in a bar in in uh, Minneapolis, and a, uh, a gentleman came through uh, who had who had been over to Asia. Oh, yeah. And he told some tales about this uh, mirror that we're going to be making the old film about. And uh, he said that if you stare into this mirror and you are pure of desire, where it is clear... What you want in your mind and you don't blink for 30 seconds while thinking about what you truly want, you can have whatever you want. And a thing that's always sounded kind of nice to me is ultimate power. So I've been thinking that maybe I would, you know, just uh, go over there and do my job and and all that. But then uh, when we maybe find the mirror in the course of researching the film, I would stare into it for 30 seconds without blinking and think about ultimate power. And then I'd have that. And that would be swell. Oh, you promised, Dad? You'd have ultimate power. Well, that's the goal. Uh, you know, your your father makes a lot of mistakes in life. You so sure I might, do. I, I yeah, I could blink.
2: It's the one thing you're good at.
1: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's a really fresh perspective. Well, I got. I feel like to look at things.
2: I feel like if you had ultimate power, why for the first time I'd be proud to call myself your son. I might even change my name back. Really? To Steve? To Steve? I could. But Stevenson Junior. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you?
2: Would you throw a Minnesota in the front? We'll, we'll talk. How much power? Absol- I guess that means all of it, right?
4: Like all of it.
2: So you'd destroy me if I said no?
1: No, I'd just make you hug me more. Oh, gross. Okay. Uh, speaking of gross, I'm, I'm feeling a little sick, so I think we're, we're getting closer to our dreams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I hope the Kleenex that we sneeze into hears our wishes, and we throw it out the window, and the seagulls passing by... We'll bring our dreams to wherever godforsaken place we're going, and
1: then I'll write about it. Amen, Cubby Cub Cubbington. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and scene.
0: Oh, <laughs> All right, Josh. It's so much higher. You can go as far forward or as back in time as you want. Go anywhere you want to go.
2: Okay. Um, so this is a uh, this is a scene. Uh, between me and Sergeant Betty, uh, <laughs> from New York. From New York, uh, we are—we have all gathered at Club Obi Wan. Oh, great! Ooh. Yes, we're there. We're there. All of us.
0: Yeah. Oh, yay. yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, and uh, this is—I uh, am surreptitiously trying to get a story out of her while the three of you are planning the next day's shoot. Okay. Great. So uh, so, does that mean we are all there?
0: Yes, it does. Okay, great. I don't know
2: why I said that like Robert Evans, but <laughs> I did. <laughs> great.
3: Cool.
2: Um, say that, Sergeant Betty, I, I know you're real busy right now, but I was wondering if I could take a moment of your time.
3: Any time, shortstop?
2: Uh, c- c- uh, cubby Cub Cubbington is what you should call me.
3: Oh, Cubby, nice. Fine. Hey, cubby, yeah. can you grab me a club of soda?
2: Uh, that's you, you'll want my dad for that.
1: I can uh, grab that.
3: Yes, extra gin. Thank you.
2: Thank you. <laughs> uh, boy, this sure is a swell place we're all at, eh? All the dancing and singing and whatnot.
3: I love it. You smoke?
2: Uh, no, but Here I'll you give go. you a shot.
3: It's a cigar.
2: Oh, fantastic. Now, what do I do? Inhale real deep, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs>
1: Uh, son, I got you a gin too. Oh God, thanks, Dad. You're the You're okay, I guess. Oh, thank you. It's
2: thank a growing
3: you. boy. Oh,
1: and here, here's your uh, club soda with gin.
3: Thanks, Minnesota.
2: All right, Dad. Well, that you've done your job now, I guess. You should see if your boss needs you for anything, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh,
3: oh,
1: what a coincidence. Gin, please. Oh, y-
0: y- <laughs> did you want
1: any, uh, the lie of club soda with it or just gin?
0: Uh, I've had too many lies in my life, <laughs> Minnesota.
1: All right.
3: What's up with her?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, him. What's up with people in general, but specifically you, Sergeant Betty? May I call yeah. you Sarge? Oh, yeah. I learned everything about the military from Beetle Bailey comic strips.
3: Oh, very good. Yes,
2: hysterical. But, uh, (laughs) look, I I know you're real busy with this motion picture and stuff, but I understand you were in a war under false pretenses.
3: A war, the war, oh, why'd you bring up that gosh darned war? (laughs) Yes, I was in the war. Uh,
2: Well, uh, I don't know if uh, anybody told you, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fixing to be a big shot journalist back home. And all I need is that one amazing story that's really going to put me over the top. So do you have any?
3: I got stories. I got stories for days. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I think
2: we only have a half hour.
3: Okay, well, let me begin. So talk fast.
2: It sounds like you're pretty good at that.
3: I've never told any people, but you remember the big mine collapse of the war?
2: Of course I do.
3: The one that I emerged uh, a hero from, having saved ten fellow soldiers and ten enemy soldiers.
2: You, you emerged a hero, but it turned out you were a shiro.
3: That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's good. You should put that in there. I already did.
2: That's my headline. I've, I've already planned a lot of this. All I just need you to say some things that I'll fill in, but uh, the story's pretty much written, probably. All Here's right. your
1: bottle of gin. No lies.
0: Oh, thank you so much. All <laughs> right, are we all ready for the meeting and no one ever having any side projects?
2: Hi. I am also ready for this meeting, because I am very excited about this film project.
0: Are you the stand-in for Betty? Yes,
2: Uh, I am.
0: Thank goodness you're here. Uh, Okay. Well, as we said tomorrow, we're going to go into the crumbling cave. Um, Now, this is supposedly where the holy mirror of truth is. Of course, we all know that everything we've ever been told is a lie, so we don't have to worry about that really happening. Although, if there was a holy mirror of truth, then I probably... Wouldn't be lied to anymore. Yeah, on that note, just real quick, if I yeah. can
1: apologize, uh, I realize sometimes I introduce myself as Minneapolis Steve and sometimes as Minnesota Steve, and yeah. I just wanted to point that out as one of my many failures in life. Continue. Thank Gosh, you. Dad, you're always
2: pretty mixed <laughs> up, ain't you? Yeah. I
1: really am. <sighs> I just
2: uh, before we go any further, do you think I might be able to ask a question? Uh,
0: doubt it. Yep. No, you didn't. Uh, you lost your, your, your chance there, cubby. Oh, cheese and crackers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but seriously, uh, Sergeant Betty, when you were emerging from that mine shaft, uh, what was it you were thinking? Were you thinking about the folks back home? Were you thinking about getting the boys out of there? Were you thinking about your man bun that was actually a lady bun?
3: I was, I was thinking about uh, this one fella. He did me real good.
2: I beg your pardon? (laughs) Like you did your solid?
3: Yeah, he was a real, real man's man. A straight shooter? Straight shooter, all the way.
2: What a story. Yeah. So you were thinking about some special fella?
3: Some special fella. His name was Ralph. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's from Jersey. What? I mean... Anyway, I felt like I had to in that moment. I didn't have much time to think about frivolous things like love or, or sex. Instead, I had to think about saving these 10 soldiers and 10 enemy soldiers
2: from from Jersey. Anyway. Well, this is fanta- this is going to help me be your stand-in, which is why I'm asking you all these questions. I want to make sure that I'm in the character even though I won't be on
1: camera or nothing. You're doing a great job, son. You've asked like 12 W questions. Oh, thank you. Far more than the normal five. Thank you.
3: Thanks, Cubby. Cubby, you're related to the butler?
2: (laughs) Why do you ask? Ah, there's the other one. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Nailed it. Most important. Good job, son.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is your last warning there, Stand-In. If you try to do any other projects, then something terrible might happen.
2: Can I quote you on that?
0: Yes. Hot can. dog.
3: <laughs> we could do a flashback. flashback. Um, of uh, Sergeant Betty and Private Tomes. Yes. Um, in a, a trench, both just kind of like trying to keep our feet elevated, <laughs> okay. so we don't get trench foot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and we're just um talking about what we want in life after the war. Okay. Are you sure this is how we avoid getting trench foot? I'm not sure. I mean, that's more of a womanly thing to worry about. Yeah. I sure do miss women. Yeah, they are great. I love a good curvy body.
0: What else do you like about women, babe? I like
3: the way that they... (laughs) That they, uh... That when the, uh, they make a pie and you leave it <laughs> cooling on, on the uh, sill. Oh, yeah. And you just want to get that sweet pie. I <laughs> know that
0: feeling so well. It's one of my favorite things about women.
3: Yeah. Shelf pie. Yeah. I like when they don't talk or fight in wars or, you know, do anything that's not uh, womanly. Sure. Yeah. What do you like about women... Uh, hmm. Skirts.
0: That is a different shape than pants. It's
3: cool. Yeah.
0: I Uh, like that they don't have pockets in their clothes,
3: so they can't conceal weapons. You know, sometimes women like to wear weapons. How? Well. Like brass knuckles? Tomes. Women can do whatever they want to do. I know I was acting like I was a real ladies' man, but... Yeah.
0: A real ladies' man is a man who just steals <coughs> pies. Yeah. Talks but, about women's bodies.
3: But really, I think that women should, should get to vote, should get to fight. Okay. Get to drink a nice cold gin and club soda.
0: I, I guess I had never thought about that. Do they know how to do those things?
3: They know how to do a lot of things, Tomes.
0: Now, I have a concern, babe. It's yeah. unrelated to women. I oh have yeah. Many concerns in that area. Remember how we used to have other people in the the army with us? Yes. Like uh, our battalion or whatever. Yeah. Where are they?
3: Well, Tomes. We, yeah. If you ask. Uh, the trench wasn't big enough for all of us. Oh. I wanted a little privacy. Oh. Because we've been getting on as friends, you know.
0: It's and true. I like friend, friendship very much.
3: Yeah, so I, I told them to go to the enemy side. Oh.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. That's why they put me in charge.
0: Listen, you are the best leader we've ever had. It's it's your empathy, I think. Thank you. And how just about f- four days out of the month, you're really angry. <laughs> It makes you a good leader.
3: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. so they're they're over there. I haven't heard anything that would denote the problem.
0: Now, I understand um, you saying that, but I feel like, and this is just based on the geography, the people running around above us in the trench, the noises, (laughs) we might be on the enemy side alone, just the two of us in our uniforms. And that perhaps we have abandoned our platoon or whatever.
3: Oh.
0: Um, And that we might die here.
3: Should we be wearing less clothes? (laughs)
0: If you say so, you're in charge.
3: Just don't want to get bogged down in the trench.
0: That sounds like a problem.
3: Oh, no. I hear something coming
0: from the mine shaft. (laughs) Oh, there's people. There's people in there. Help us! My
4: God, my God
0: ah. Enemies and friends. Yeah, only help us. Frenemies.
3: <laughs> what are we gonna do, Tomes? I, I've grown quite accustomed to you. I wouldn't want to see your pretty little thing get hurt. Thank you. I think that I should go into the mine shaft. I don't have much to lose. There's not a lot of room in this world for just someone kiss like me. Just save us.
0: <laughs> Do you have any secrets you need to tell me before you go in there? Any n- any n- special no, not lady at, all. at home or no. a, a bank vault or a Oh. We hate to be a bother, but things are falling on top
3: of us. Could I have just if this is the end just one manly bro kiss?
0: <laughs> it's the only kind of kiss I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but also help! that's beautiful go. we're all going to die.
3: So then Sergeant Betty runs up to the mine shaft and we don't know what happened. Yeah. Scene.
0: Ooh. Ooh. It's going very well. Uh okay, we're we're de- we're in uh we went into a a uh archaeological site. Um so there was there was like an archeological dig going on, but it stopped for some reason. Like everybody abandoned it. The
1: crumbling cave. Yeah. Know. Yeah.
0: And so there's a cave there's, and uh, that's, that's where we're going in. And I have, um, my camera, you're uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota, Steve, <laughs> uh, is carrying the lights and the microphones. Yeah. You're just holding both of those They're real heavy. Yeah. Um, and we, we are approaching sort of the deep inside of, of the cave. Okay. Um, and uh, I believe it is uh, booby-trapped. Okay. Where we've been warned. Okay. Uh, and then you you were both there. All right, uh, Cub, uh, just uh, get real deep in there and uh, act uh, like a lady, like Daria, you know. I need you to sort of have the dignity of... Um, uh, a person, but with the, the weakness of a woman. Um, and yeah,
2: you're... What, what does that entail exactly? Oh. You need me
0: to flit around, some wave my arms. Uh... Sure, uh, wear this midriff shirt. Oh, uh, and uh, oh. this wig uh, that you're, you'll have your hair down so it gets in your face and you can't see very well. <laughs> yes, excellent.
2: I don't know how, how people put up with this who are women.
0: Uh well, you know, it doesn't matter at all. Um, and uh, we'll give you the single candle. On all a little right, thing. And right. now you just walk forward and uh, d- uh, watch your step, uh, but keep your head up looking forward. All as, right. As if you're not worried about any traps or pits or arrows or or swords or anything. Just but like it, you, you know,
1: in your heart, be a little concerned.
0: All about, right.
1: You know, because the whole, you know, I don't want, I mean, I don't mean to speak out of a turn, but it's just the, the death. Uh, when we, where would we get another stand in if, the, uh, if I. Ah, uh,
2: oh, Pop, you're always worrying about me. It's true.
3: He's a growing boy. Let I him am. go in the cage. Just now,
2: I've, I'm growing in size and stature because I have this very important job to walk down this dark sh- sh- mine. Not mine, like my. Well, you were in a mine shaft, weren't you, Betty? Oh, the war, the war.
3: Yes, I was. Any
1: yeah. any pro tips for uh, you know being in a dark, dangerous place where there might be a mirror?
2: And speak into this tape recorder while you say it That I happen to have on me for no particular reason
3: It's important when you go into the cave That you close your eyes And you give yourself up To the spirits of the cave I've well, never told anyone this
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, it sounds so crazy It'll probably work Is that, And that's what you were thinking when you saved all those fellas, right? Yes. You I, had your eyes closed.
3: I you did. walked
2: into a crumbling mine shaft with your eyes closed. All right. Yes. I okay. believe.
0: Here goes. So, you just walk straight forward. You hold the microphones and the lights there in Minnesota, Steve?
1: Yep, doesn't hurt at all.
2: Okay, great. And uh, Betty, right. you stay
0: safe. You stay safe behind us. Here About we go.
2: How far do you want me to go? Just just keep walking. Okay. All right. Eyes closed.
0: Ah! We just we don't see Cubby anymore
1: what Uh, 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 permission to to, to just uh, check on my son a little bit Uh, maybe just uh, that was
0: actually really good take um, uh cut um that's great uh, so then uh, then the next scene will be uh you and we'll we'll cut to this the sound stage uh, where you've fallen uh, into the yes Uh,
1: uh, uh, may i offer to get your stand in for you
0: uh yeah uh could you get me a club soda first
1: a, a gin, and then, yeah, uh, and then may, may, may I get from whatever crevice you sit, or hell sit. pain hole he fell in? I could maybe. Say uh, friends, I don't mean to be a bother, but I seem to be at the bottom
2: of a very large hole.
0: Uh, you're <laughs> ruining the take. We had a really good clear shot. Okay, fine. Just go. Just go. Here's Betty and I will talk about the next scene. <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
1: I seem to be in a cave, in a hole. All right, uh, this is going to take place in a hole in that cave. (laughs) Uh, Cubby is down at the bottom, and uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota Steve is going to (laughs) use some rope to lower himself down uh, to get Cubby four tomes. (laughs) I'm coming, son.
2: Dad, hey, you sure were right about how many awful things there are in this world, like holes and falling into them.
1: Yep, yep, in the Absolute uh, lack of kindness of film directors. It's all a rich
2: tapestry of terrible. You were absolutely right, for probably for the first time in your life. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm almost
1: down. What's, what's do, you, what do you see? Can you see anything? Oh,
2: should I have my eyes open? I was using Sergeant Betty's advice and kept them closed the whole time. Even you should
1: now. once in your fucking life speak quietly, because there's lots of echo. And then, yes, you should open your eyes. Say, Dad, how's this? Is this what a quiet voice sounds like?
4: It is much better.
2: I've never had to be quiet in my entire life.
1: I know. I've put up with a lot. (laughs) You sure have.
2: I have tinnitus. Okay. (laughs)
1: Changing your diapers.
2: (laughs) Much apology. Well, okay, my eyes are open now. And I see some diaphanous figures. They seem to be moaning and they seem to be, well, they're, they're not quite people, but they're not quite not people.
1: Okay, I, I made it down. Ugh. Do you see those two, Pop? Oh. Yeah, yeah, they know how to speak quietly really well. They're real good at it. Yeah, not great at enunciating.
3: Cubby.
2: But... Oh, hey, why one of them knows me? Okay, okay, son, son. Son. Maybe it's one of my stick pals. Son, hold my hand. Hold my hand, son. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah well, I'm right. real sure. Okay.
1: soda, Steve.
2: Uh, oh, they know you too. Maybe it's I mom. Asked. No.
3: No. She's she's alive
1: and well. she sends me postcards just to let me know she'd still divorce me again. She'd do it all over. So I ah, always, she's swell. I always know where she is.
3: Matter of truth.
2: You know where the mirror is. Ooh. Hey, you mind if I, hey uh, as long as we've got you on the line here, how long have you been a diaphanous spirit for? How
3: long has the world
1: been round? Okay, you're, real good, you're real good with question asking. <laughs> Am I? You are, <gasps> because you're going to be a journalist. That's right. You know the 5 to 17 W questions. Why don't wow. you ask them where the mirror is? The where is real important. Oh, You want me to do it, Pop? You're so good at asking oh, questions. That's kind of you. The hey there, spirits.
2: Yeah. Quick question. Where's that mirror of truth you keep howling about?
0: The answer is in your tape recorder.
1: <gasps> uh, it's in the tape
0: recorder? The it's a tape. Mirror, I don't
1: really understand how technology works.
2: Do I need to bash it open with a rock?
1: The
0: answer will reveal itself if you ask the right question. Oh, shit. Ooh. Dad, watch your
2: language. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Told you there are a lot of awful things in the world. <laughs> and like you're me. most of them.
0: Can't <laughs> oh. yeah, argue with
2: that. Um, hey, tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Cub. You wouldn't happen to have some secrets he can reveal, could you?
0: Uh, yeah, turn left. Oh, <laughs> thanks, tape recorder. Dad, you hear that too? Yeah, uh, your your tape recorder
2: speaks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sure is one advanced model.
1: It's very clear. All right,
2: well, let's take this left. And done. What next magical tape recorder? Go left again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oddly thuggish talking tape recorder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like my life. I'm just right. in, but I'm not getting anywhere. Else. Oh my. Look at all of this, Dad. <gasps> Why, uh... hey, d- hey,
2: did you bring those smoked glasses with you? Because there's so much light bouncing off all of these mirrors. So many mirrors. Which one is the truth? Uh, hey there, tape recorder. Yo. Uh, there's, a lot, there's an awful lot of mirrors here. Mm
0: hmm. Which one is the, that, uh, that holy mirror of truth you've been talking so much about? Look in the mirror. But they're all mirrors. Find the one that shows who you really are.
1: Okay, oh. you know what? I've never been a lucky guy, but I think this time, this is the time that I'm going to get lucky. I'm going to stare at that one. All right. What do you see, Pop? I don't know, but I think... My insides are on fire a little bit. Uh, could that be the influenza from the slowboat? No. Like, actually, I think, like, my kidney All is right. actually ignited in flames. Oh, what Kind well. of a mystical thing. <gasps> if you could pour some fluid inside my body because there is a sweltering, burning sensation, I really need... I don't ask for much, son. All right. But I need liquid inside me. All right. Well, why don't you, why don't you go body. get us a club soda, then? <laughs> <sighs> you seem to be really
2: good at that. Okay. And that's your job. Don't leave. Okay.
3: Climbing back up the rope to where the club soda is. Wrong mirror.
0: (laughs) And we're back from the break. In the break, uh, we generated our tilt, which are two items that will be added into the second half of the story. Um, I will ask Josh to read the first one here.
2: Uh, The first tilt is failure. Fear leads to a fateful
0: decision. Excellent. And I'll ask Lucia to read the second half of that tilt.
3: Paranoia. The thing you stole has been stolen. Do, do, do.
0: Okay, so those will be on the table for us to just, whatever, reference, activate, whenever we'd like. Uh, And now it is, uh, I believe, Cubby's turn to set up a scene. Say.
2: Okay. I would like to do a scene uh, with my father. Uh, and it is uh, the two of us uh, recovering after the whole escapade. Okay, uh, me attending uh, to my falling down a hole wounds, mm-hmm. and my father recovering from having his liver melt. Mm-hmm. Or was it your kidneys? <laughs> oh, oh, is original, it <laughs> the inside. An, it was just his an insides, um, and uh, and the two of you are trying to uh, move us along so we can get back to work on the movie because okay. we've only shot one scene.
0: Great. Are we uh, in the cave or are we at Club Obi-Wan? Uh,
2: we are. Club Obi-Wan is also an inn. Yeah. Uh, so we are at the rooms above Club Obi-Wan.
0: Okay, great. Yes.
2: Ah, Dad, quit your moaning and groaning. I'm trying to get this uh, this badly sprained body of mine to heal so we can get back out on the street and get the scoop. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. thing that I do.
1: I know you're you're very good at, at scooping, son, but um, I want to say once again. That I that I'm very proud of you. That you make good choices about when to scoop and when not to scoop. Thank you, for thank example, you. For example, the choice to not scoop about the mirrors in a cave was a very good, uh, very good choice.
2: Ah, uh, they don't need to know. What they
1: won't know won't hurt them. That's well. I mean, it would. It hurt, It would melt some of their organs. Ah, apparently. that's valid. That's uh, valid. But, but it, it's it's all fine. It only hurts on the inside. But that's always been true for me. So okay,
0: you got, so yeah. production Shh, meeting uh, time, everyone. Very good job on that first uh, scene. Thanks. Fabi, that was a very convincing yell when you fell. You sounded just like a woman who was falling into a hole. Well, not too, not too much like
2: a woman, though. Like still kind of masculine, right? Uh, I mean, tough. I, like it, a little, you know. It, these these aren't in talkies.
0: My, in my experience, uh, many women are very masculine, and they uh, they might remind you a little bit of your father, and you you want them to be proud of you, and then you find out that it was a lie, just like your father lied to you.
3: Thanks, Tony.
2: <laughs> are you, you going to keep staring out that window, Tony, or are we going to get on with the meeting here?
0: A window is like a mirror that only tells the truth. Here's some gin. Thank you very much. Okay. We well, don't know anything about mirrors. Uh, right. Well, no. Oh. Uh, can anyone <laughs> really know anything about anything?
1: This is a good production <laughs> meeting so far. Gonna, uh, so, locking down some details. So, uh, I
0: uh,
3: think yes. <laughs> <laughs> Betty,
0: what do you know
3: for know real? A I'm a hero. I came out of that war a hero. You came out of that war what? Uh. An unemployed soldier.
0: So scene two. Scene two, uh, we'll have uh, Daria uh, uh, be uh, found in the bottom of a, a hole. Uh, and she'll uh, be there with her best friend, um, who is uh, who's played Tommy? by his name's Tommy, and uh, and they'll be uh, about uh, talking about their feelings and how they really feel and how they're they're gonna go fight a war. I mean, find the mirror, um, and that's that's what that scene is. We're gonna go shoot that one now. Um, so I need you to go find some holes, uh, Minnesota Steve.
1: Okay, I, I'll uh, I'll just I'll go check the the crumbling cave. Yeah. uh, For more holes. Oh, there's a gollywhomper of
2: hole in there. I fell in it.
1: Yeah, I remember.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was something.
1: (laughs) How's How's
2: the inside of your body? Not that I care.
1: Uh, well, you know, it feels uh, a little looser.
0: Uh, I don't mean that in any sort of a uh, uh, sort of gross way. It's just uh, it just it feels like there's a little, bit Wait, of, so, uh, a little bit of room in there. Minnesota, yeah. I did tell you just now to go look at holes, and you're still here.
1: I am not. That is true. I am. Yeah. Go, I I apologize.
0: We need to shoot in like an hour. Uh, so. Dad,
2: daddy, you gonna let her boss you, or let them them? Are you gonna let them boss you
1: around like that? All of you? Well, uh, son, it doesn't matter the gender. I am to be bossed. So, off I go. Thanks, uh, genders. Uh, (laughs)
2: Dad, be careful. You're leaving a trail of whatever coming out of you.
1: It's just a little phantom goo. Don't worry about it.
3: Uh, Now, Cubby, uh, when you went into the cave, did you, uh, you know, hear any cave spirits?
1: No, I didn't, but
2: I did keep my eyes closed, just like you told me to. Good. Just like you gave me that advice, like you did in the war.
3: Well, I was just joshing you. There's no such thing as cave spirits. Wink. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't see any. You
2: know you don't have to say the word wink out loud. You can just do it with your eyes.
3: Oh, I was just thinking of one of my old boyfriends. Wink, Winkleson.
2: You you sure do have a lot of old boyfriends. Hey, I got a question for you. Yes. And then we'll get to this nonsense about cave spirits, which aren't real, (laughs) to the best of my knowledge. Wink. You made me walk. You did it again. You don't have to say Wink out loud.
3: Oh, I just keep thinking about old Wink.
2: Uh, he say, he sure sounds like something. Yeah. He sounds like a jerk. He's probably a jerk that nobody likes. Who was worse, him or Ralph in a, in a jerk You're, scale? Uh, probably equally mm. the, the worst,
0: probably. You've got a lot of investment in this,
2: Tony Tomes.
0: I bet everyone you've ever known is horrible, and I'm great. <laughs> right?
3: Anything you say, Mr. Director.
0: Now, let me ask
2: you a question. When you went to go rescue all them fellas in that uh, that mineshaft, yeah. you had your eyes closed. Yeah. How did that help you find people and rescue them exactly?
3: I kind of was working with a sort of uh, echolocation-esque, uh, you know, like a bat sees in a cave. Oh. I was just went in and I was uh, screaming. I was screaming. I was going ah. And uh, it bounced off the walls. That's how I found the people. Next thing I know, we're out of the cave. They're well, all there, safe. There's a
2: there's a bigger hole than I fell into in that story. You just
0: just one, two, three, and then you're out of the cave like that. Yeah. Speaking of holes, I still you still here, and uh, I do need you to find those holes. Uh, oh, I'm
1: sorry. I left. I, I left in my mind. I drifted oh, off. That's uh, why I haven't been talking. Bob, you're because just was,
0: hiding behind that
2: suitcase.
1: I was thinking about leaving. Uh, uh, you know, and I, I, you know, I wanted to jot down some notes about uh, the you know, holes in, in caves and in spirits and whatnot. You know, to, uh, to be helpful. Should I? Uh, I can leave. Would you like?
0: Yeah, I thought you were both going to go, and uh, you seemed excited about going back. I'm uh, sure. I,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, wait, I'm going with you, Pop. Uh, you, you, you sure are. Cubby, cub, come, come, come in.
2: In. Uh, t- t- Oh, thank you.
3: Hey, Butler. Um, before you go, you ca- You kind of look a little different than before you went. Like you, you look a little. I don't know, a little better, like a little like a, like there's you kind got of a sheen,
1: like a like a, there's something emanating from inside of
3: me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just like you're the you're a man before you were just you know yeah. this sort of yeah. flaccid. Yeah,
1: do, do I look a little, little like ra- from the outside? Like like my, don't get used somebody. to it. Sometimes
0: people think you think they're men and then they're they're not.
1: That's true, and, and, and then it, uh, sometimes you think somebody's a, a man, and then they're not, and then you, you look at another person, and you think maybe some of their organs burned away and were replaced by something new, uh, but that's not huh. true either.
2: You know, Pop. Now that I look at you, there's something there. There's something there. You, I, I don't want to say that I'm impressed by you, so I won't. There
1: is something here. It's me. Go on. When I shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm leaving, and I'm uh, and I'm going with you. I we've reviewed this. <laughs> I, I think it's time for us to both go. Uh, so uh, just to make it clear that we are indeed leaving, let's narrate it. You're good at that, son. Narrate our exit. <laughs> All right,
2: here we go. And we're not going to just sit outside the door and listen at the door. Wink.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs>
3: yeah. My turn. How about uh, Sergeant Betty is in um, their room at the club, Obi Wan? Mm -hmm. Um, I still keep
0: forgetting to make Star
3: Wars. Oh yeah, getting ready to. uh, I think we had a professional. (laughs) uh, Packing up my things, and um, I'm there's uh, Tony is is walking in and notices that I am packing. Um, hiding some sort of old, uh, shiny crystal. Oh, cool. I'm just packing it away. Uh, my life is lies, and I wish that I could redeem it. Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) Tony! (laughs) Hey, Tony, uh, I'm just getting ready for my close-up.
0: Yeah, you, what, what you
3: hiding in there? I mean, what you got in there? Oh, you wouldn't... I mean, you're
0: always hiding... Something.
3: Yeah, just uh, you know, women's things, brasiers, uh, skirts, skirts, culottes. <laughs> women's things. Don't trouble yourself with my frivolity.
0: Are you sure? Because it's it's glowing and vibrating a little bit.
3: Oh, that's just women's things. Women's things. Let All me right. just zip that up hmm. more. What are you hiding
0: this time? Betty.
3: This time. Oh, you're not over that whole fling thing, are you? I'm not. Well, I would love to talk about that and not the crystal in my bag. (laughs) I mean my Brazier.
0: I'm glad. Are you ready to apologize?
3: Yes. I'm sorry. That you're not over the war.
0: I could get over the war if I was able to solve what I hoped going to the war would solve for me. You know my father.
3: Babe domes. Babe domes? <laughs> Tony, I'm I'm sorry. I wouldn't have chosen a nom de plum that was so similar was, to your father. It was his name in-
0: he said that if I went to the war and became a man and learned about myself and our enemies and the country we were in, mm-hmm. <laughs> I might grow into someone he could be proud of. Oh. But then uh, he died before I got back. And, and, uh, and then you weren't a good Tell surrogate me. father because you weren't a dude...
3: I told you how proud I was of you before, no, you know. You told me so many
0: things, and so many of them were lies. You told me you'd never dated someone named Ralph or someone named Wink. Wink. You told me.
3: <laughs> I didn't say that. Wink. <laughs> you
0: did. You said you, you had a girl back home named Lyra. Which, in retrospect, probably you just said because you were lying. But, duh. Lyra
3: is real. She's just, I didn't date her. She was the librarian in town. I'm sorry. Tony, if I knew that you had been putting me on this pedestal, this patriarchal pedestal, I would have been more delicate with your heart. I'm sorry for that, and only that.
0: Well, that doesn't solve my problems, but I do appreciate it. Speaking speaking of which swipe your suitcase.
3: Hi. Nice.
0: And I'm gonna take this to my room and put it on my patriarchal pedestal, open it up and see what's inside.
3: No, Tony, no. I'll be found out. I mean, no, Wink. (laughs) We learned a lot. We did.
0: Uh my turn. Thank God. Um, I we are gonna go back. Uh you have scouted out a hole. Um it is suspiciously not the hole that you fell in. You found like another hole that you want us to shoot in. Um uh which is weird to me, but that's fine. Um and so we are we're going there and we're setting up uh to shoot the uh the next scene with Daria and Tommy about and, feelings. Uh,
1: if I may add, yes, please. Uh, in this season, uh, scene, season, <laughs> because we're doing a whole TV show. Yeah. Uh, in this scene, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Steve's are his eyes are glowing green. Oh, his
0: eyes. Okay, great, yeah. excellent. Okay, uh, we're very close to action there, uh, Betty. If you could get in, uh, put on your very impractical uh, heels and climb down at the bottom of that hole. Um, and, uh, Cubby, if you could be the stand-in for Tommy, we didn't cast anybody else in the movie, so, uh, I was wondering
2: about that. Yeah, theory. you're
0: going to be, uh, you're going to play Tommy. Just Oh, to...
2: fantastic. I'm going to be a big star in motion pictures.
0: Yeah. I mean, we will, uh, we, we don't, okay. Um, you probably will be a big star, Cubby.
2: Oh, fantastic. But I'm very trusting <laughs> of everyone but my father.
0: Oh, hey, dad. You, you'll learn uh, to get past that. And now, uh, Steve, uh, the lights that you are shining um, in the hole—they're they're more uh, kind of like a green than I was hoping yeah. for. Uh, if could you could you just take out the regular lights?
1: Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I'll try to to get a good balance. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of green yeah, uh, when my green. my eyes are open because there's just um, there's just a little bit of an wait, wait iridescent uh,
0: what what
1: emerald. Uh, glow.
0: See, Pop, you're,
1: you're huh? lit up by the Statue of Liberty. If the Statue of Liberty uh, had glowing green eyes, uh, you, you sure are correct, son. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I failed history class. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, good job, good job. Uh, yeah, every I'm, failure is a success. That's, uh, yeah, so I'm balancing these lights. I'm doing what I'm told. You need some gin? Do you want some gin?
0: I just, the
3: green is very, yeah. very distracting. What? something ancient and foreboding No, about it. no,
1: have you heard of pink eye? This is just, it's green eye. That's what they have here in Asia.
0: Oh, it's just very bright. It is.
1: It is. So I, you know what? I will. Uh, I'll. I'll close my eyes during during the shoot. Right. Uh. Yep. So that's what. So I'm setting up these lights. Look at. Look at. Look at me. Look at me. Go. Okay. If you're ready to to go, I can just close my eyes, and there is not a problem. There is not a problem.
2: Closing your eyes the same way you closed your eyes in that mine shaft during the war. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this dialogue from the movie? No. Uh, uh, yeah. Thomas? It is. Or, okay. Keep great.
0: asking questions, Cubby.
1: Why? We're rolling. <laughs> okay, I'm cranking the film with my eyes closed. Now, closed Cub- eyes cranking going on over here.
0: Now, Cubby, ask her about the crystal she found in that mine.
2: Uh, hello down there, Daria. It's me, my character Tommy. Uh, I was wondering, uh, before I get you out of that hole you fall into, uh, what, was the, what was the deal with uh, that crystal that you found in the place with the thing?
3: Oh, well, the thing about the crystal is that the cave spirits gave it to me in exchange for all the secrets of America. Oh. You whoops.
2: saw the cave spirits, too? Oh, double whoops.
3: Whoops.
0: We're all saying the wrong things.
3: Cut. Cut.
0: Don't cut. I'm they, still cranking. The thi- This camera, it, 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 it. when people are on camera, they feel like they must tell the truth. Now, Cubby, ask her what really happened. Why did she rescue all the enemy soldiers?
2: Hey, Daria.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Why did you rescue all of those enemy soldiers? You're doing
0: a great job, Tommy. Right in character.
3: This isn't on the script, but yes and. <laughs> I When I went in, I was surely to be dead. And in fact, I looked into my hand and it was pulsating and see-through as if I were a ghost in that moment.
2: During the war, you turned into a ghost in the mineshaft.
3: In the mineshaft. I looked around, and there were 20 skeletons. Half of them dressed like our friends. Half of them dressed like our enemies. right,
2: Somebody went through a lot of trouble to dress up all those skeletons.
3: I think so, but you see... I had no choice but to cry out, Please, please spare my life, and maybe half of these lives. And... That's when the cave answered back. It said, this is all part of the plan. That's
2: one pretty smart thinking cave, I guess. Yes. So no wonder you never told anybody before about all this, because it was a whole bunch of spiritual mumbo-jumbo with you being neither alive nor dead and saving a bunch of skeletons, (laughs) who I guess turned into humans.
3: Yes, I had to make the sacrifice. They gave me a crystal in exchange for the secrets. This
0: America. crystal, and I pull out the crystal and throw it down into the hole with you.
3: And it starts shining green. Oh, bright no. and green.
0: Dad, stop staring
2: at that crystal. It's almost like it's communicating with you.
1: Yeah, it sure is. What's it saying? Well, it's time for some people to die, I guess, is the kind of, that's the bottom line, really. Oh, swell. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you want to just cut uh, right uh, to the to the chase, uh, the, my organs were replaced with the spirit of Daria, and uh, she really doesn't want any of you finding her mirror, so uh, I, I I have to kill you a little. Wait, bit.
0: this isn't in the script. What are you cut What are you it doing? Out. Cut, cut, yes, it's Steve, cut.
1: Oh, sure, sure. I mean, I'm murderous, but I am obedient.
0: Yeah, this is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Steve? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I want to have a flashback to the whole uh, exploration okay. that uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota Steve and Cubby Cubbington did before this scene. Okay, so we're back in the room of mirrors. So <laughs> we're back in the crumbling cave. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So when you're on your whole scouting mission? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. All right, son. So I, I, I'm i feeling really good about our relationship on this trip. Are you feeling I, I, I,
2: You know... That's. I'm glad you feel that
1: way, Pop. You, so I'm, I'm not Im- impressing you yet.
2: I I mean, you're real good at getting gin. You're real good at getting club soda. You're real good at getting club soda and saying it's gin, and vice versa. Uh-huh. You're good at doing things. Yeah. But I'm not seeing you. I'm not seeing you wield. Well, I guess you're going to need that mirror to wield that ultimate power. Yeah. Because because the- until then, you're just kind of a schlub. Yeah. A go getter. Yeah. But not even with go getter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm a. I'm a go get. You're go get sucking him. at it. Not even go go get ashamed. You're, you're a go for go. Yeah, uh, go be a idiot in front of my son. And I, you know, I frankly, I've had enough. And uh, son, I'm I'm just gonna come out. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. All right. Uh, you know, uh, when my when my organs uh, just just some of them uh, uh, burned up, uh, they were uh, replaced with uh, a pulsing energy that uh, that is uh, currently speaking to me. Uh, oh. Yeah, and it is they're telling me to do some things that I don't I don't think are great things to do. Yeah, such as but give me I, a for instance. Well they they're uh, telling me where to find the uh not the mirror itself, but indeed a, another crystal and another hole which will amplify my power th- such that I may murder uh, uh, people. Because I'm, not, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very old and I'm not very strong. But with yeah. this additional power enhancing me, I, I could be indeed uh, quite, quite murderous. Uh, and in general, uh, when people are like, hey, could you do some murder? I, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm very Minnesotan at heart, so I say uh, thank you for the offer, but uh, no thank you <laughs> yeah. uh, on murder. Uh, but I, I don't want to fail you, son. And if murdering people is the only thing I can ever do right, I am going to make a fateful decision based on that fear. And I'm going to give in to the voices. And right now in this cave, I'm going to find that crystal and I'm going to get murder power. Dad, that's not as spiffy as ultimate power, the thing that you've been looking for
2: this whole time. But I got to tell you, it's nice to see you have a little... Little backbone. Yeah, well, thank you. Even if it's some malevolent force that's inhabiting where your insides used to be. Yeah, thank you. Now let you. me, now, now, let me, let me ask you something. Yeah. If
1: I give you this respect that you're looking for, yeah, will you not murder me? Oh yeah, d- yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a good deal. Absolutely. You will not murder me. I will absolutely not murder you. You are my son. I love you, so it's a bonus for me. Oh, Dad, that's the swellest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the spirit coming from uh, my organ used to be area is uh, telling me to go into this hole. All right. Hang on. Let's see if that jibes with Magic Tape
2: Recorder. Magic Tape Recorder, do you think we should go into that hole?
0: Yeah.
1: Well... That tape it, recorder would be good at improv. It's unanimous. Oh, yeah, so let's just uh, let's throw ourselves into the hole. But together. Just throw ourselves. Yeah, I, I'm not much for planning. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, the, the, the organ area used to be tells me it'll be fine.
2: All right, well, why don't you go down first then? And because you ain't got no organs to speak of, I can just land on you.
1: Sounds good. All right.
2: <laughs> ah! that was some swell falling there, Dad.
1: Now check this out. Yeah! Oh, look. A shattered red crystal. It says I should stab it into my own body. Ah, geez, Dad. I don't know if that's such a hot decision. It tells me that if I merge these, this crystal with the area where my organs used to be, not only will I have murder power, I'll be able to grant one of your wishes, son. <gasps> what is your wish, to be son?
2: A, to be a real live reporter. All right. A reporter man with a little hat that says press in it.
1: Murder and good reporting. I, you can commit the murders and I can cover them. That seems like the right distribution of duties. What do you think, tape
2: recorder? Go for it.
1: Stab me, son. Stab me with the red crystal.
2: Ah, this is every dream I've ever had coming true, and a one, and a two, and this is for all the boys back home. Renzine.
0: Oh, <laughs> I like you guys. You have fun. All right, we've got two more scenes. Okay. To like
2: wrap everything up? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, we don't have to wrap it up. We will have an epilogue kind of uh, uh, montage. Uh, so. Me? Yeah. I'm
2: flash forwarding to Backstage at the Academy Awards. <laughs> great. Where Daria and the secret of the mystery of the myth of the holy mysterious mirror okay. is up for, for best lighting. Oh, great. Okay, excellent. <laughs> And we're all we're all dolled up in our finery, and uh, we, we've all maybe had a little too much gin.
0: Okay, great. And we're, none of we're...
2: none of us have seen each other. Oh, since.
1: And we're all still alive somehow.
2: We are all still alive. Hey, safe. Funny seeing you all here.
0: Yeah, Cubby. I oh. like that that hat. Thank with you. The press uh, badge.
2: Uh, pretty sweet, right? Bronze. You don't see a lot of uh, cub reporters with a bronze press tag, but yeah. Uh, well. But ever since there was that uh, string of murders back in my hometown that I've been covering without really ever blowing the lid off, uh, why, there's a certain respect that I have now. You might even say I'm quite the big shot.
1: Yeah, you know, they changed the name of Minneapolis to Murderapolis, so that's, that's my name now, Murderapolis Steve. But if it, not in a committing murders kind of way, of <laughs> no, course, that'd no, be it's, ridiculous. It's just where I'm from. That would be the opposite <laughs> of the
2: bee's
0: knees. Well, I'm glad you are happy. Um, it's important that somebody is happy. Say, Tony. Yeah.
2: You, you you seem like you're a little down in the mouth.
0: Well, you know, it's uh, it's been a tough couple of days. I got food poisoning, so it's a bummer. Also, all that stuff that happened back in China.
1: Yeah, that was
2: rough. That was something. That was <laughs> uh, that was certainly an escapade.
0: But at least the mirror the mirror movie finished, and that's uh really i guess what i was hoping to do
1: yeah yeah i mean i, I feel i feel uh, frankly very very guilty that the only award it was nominated for is is best lighting which was uh, of course done with me and my still glowing yeah. green eyes uh, uh, amazing
2: uh, but, that that red on black and white film
1: it is but, but i know, guess that's
2: why we're nominated for this year award
1: you know it's all about texture Uh, But I feel like your acting, Sergeant Betty, was so amazing that you should have absolutely been nominated. Uh, Even though you improvised the entire film, uh, it was very truthful.
3: I know, but I think that it would be a good gateway into maybe screwball comedies, you know? Mm. I'm actually really glad that we made this film because I was able to share the story of what really happened in that mine shaft, yeah. and it seemed very fictional, so... Yeah.
2: That sure was something, and uh, it certainly grant my wish to get got printed in Tales of the Obscure and Unbelievable and Fake, which is not a great publication, but still, my first real byline, so I thank you for giving me that scoop.
3: Thank you for making it seem so unbelievable that my secret is safe, and I am still a highly decorated war hero.
2: Who's going into screwball comedy.
3: Mm-hmm. No, Betty, I just... I noticed, I
0: did read your story, Cubby, that you left out your friend from the war. And in all of the retellings of that story, you never once mentioned me, your buddy, Tony Tomes.
3: Tony, I didn't want to because I didn't want it to change anything between us.
0: I feel like this relationship could do
3: with a lot of changing. I think we're good. Right now. I, I don't agree. I didn't want, you see, I didn't want anyone else in on our dirty laundry. You know?
1: Pop, it, what are they talking about? I, I think they have a romantic entanglement that uh, could use some expression. Uh, you, you know, we'd be more than uh, happy Cubby, uh, coming, coming in tonight just to, to close our eyes. And you guys could, uh, you know... It is uh, getting
0: very green in here.
1: It is very, very green in here, which uh, is appropriate because I, I believe you are very jealous of uh, all of the uh, other men that have come before <laughs> uh, with Sergeant Betty Babe, with uh, uh, Richard and Wink and... Ah, uh, uh, that was such a witty analogy, Dad. I'm so impressed and proud of you. Uh, thank you. It's so nice to be loved. <laughs> I'm going to win that lighting award. Uh, uh, so, uh, but I'm uh, just uh, uh, saying, we can, we can I just don't leave think you I alone can... if you need to...
0: I don't think I can forgive you, Betty for that last thing that happened in China.
3: I couldn't forgive myself either, which is why I've chosen this life now as a Hollywood star.
0: The worst life imaginable. Empty. And the
2: nominees for Best Lighting are (laughs) Pie on the Shelf, (laughs) Mitzi's Mixed Up Dress Pockets, (laughs) Jameson James, James, (laughs) Adventures... In having a time, getting in the know for the Hey, Hey, Whoopee, Also nominated for longest, most misunderstandable title. And Daria and the Mystery of the Mirror of Truth or whatever. And the winner is... Pie on the Shelf. Well. Uh, say, say there, Pop. Murder. You're just talking about our home murder, Apple ain't you? You don't actually want to commit no murders here murder. with all these cameras around us.
1: Murder? I really do.
2: I need to murder. Someone. No,
1: I'm. That's exactly what I'm picking up on, and that's why I'm surreptitiously telling you not to do it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go uh, murder the guy who did the lighting for the pie in the shelf movie, Chauncey uh, Chauncington. He needs to be murdered right now. <laughs> We're great at names. Excuse me. All right. Well.
3: No, don't. And then I run up to Minneapolis Steve and I kick him in the throat with my boots because I'm in my uniform. Oh, yeah. Um, And I'm just sort of standing (sighs) on his throat.
2: Say, get your foot off my pop there, skirt.
3: No, Cubby, no murders are happening tonight. Not on my watch. I owe it to the American people to be a real hero this time.
1: Uh, Suddenly, the pressure... On Steve's throat, his 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 throat burbles. His, his guts seem to uh, undulate, and out of him pops the spirit of Daria, and goes launching all through the air, looking for a new host because she has finally realized that Minneapolis, Minnesota Steve is too weak.
3: <laughs> all right, Lucia, last scene. Okay, yeah. yeah, so flashback to China after um, whatever happened <laughs> with. Where did we um, leave China?
1: Uh, we left with uh, Steve threatening to murder us, uh, murder somebody in, oh, yeah. in the cave.
3: Yeah,
0: we were at the bottom, you were at the bottom of the hole. Yeah, okay, cool.
3: Yeah, and I had just revealed secrets to the camera. Yeah. But so, afterward, you and I, or we, we started to escape? Oh yeah, sure. Sounds good. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I don't like that murder head.
0: talk. Uh, that murder. doesn't seem great. Uh, what? Uh, we got to get out of here, Betty.
3: Yeah, I think we should go. Uh, let's try and hail a boat.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, we got to get. We're, we're run out of this cave really fast, though. Um, murder. Now, uh, murder. I say, why don't you two stick around uh, and not get murdered? All right. Which n- won't happen. Uh, no, I think we got to go, Betty. And um, now. Uh, like we gotta slow them down somehow. Do you have Murder. any ideas?
3: Uh, well, remember, back in the trenches, we learned this special move called the tango, where we're really just dancing the tango. I remember. And it it, it deflects them and confuses them. Murder. Now that's so they think we're just dancing up close, and they want to leave us alone because of the PDA. <laughs>
0: Murder! That's a good idea, but what about the rest of the crew, Betty? Are we just going to
3: leave them here to die? I think so. The casualties of filmmaking. Okay,
1: I've caught up with them. Now I'm going to murder one of you two. Go get them, Pop! Ha.
3: No! Okay, uh, let's Betty, let's
0: dance.
1: Say,
2: Pop, <clears> what da- the hell are da- they da- doing? Da- the da- spirit of Daria doesn't like intimacy. I can't say I do either, and that weird, tuneless jingo-jango they're singing there,
1: it's, it's yeah. grating on my ears. Yeah, I wanted to learn about the world. There are things that Daria doesn't like about the world, like dancing. The spirit of Daria is telling me to go deeper into the cave, find the mirror.
4: Well, Pop, I'll
2: go with you, because I, I can't take seeing all of this dancing and, and singing, and I, I just
1: don't like it. Yeah, and then I'll just murder some of the other crew on the way. All right, but, not, but not me, of course. Never. All right, Never, son. Stupid intimacy.
0: I can't believe it, Betty. All of my various gophers other than Minnesota Steve, you just you just let them die. You just let them be murdered by Minnesota Steve. And I guess you saved me. I don't feel great about it.
3: That's the burden of soldiers. You see you see people get left behind, you know. And some people's lives aren't as worth saving as yours and mine.
0: I guess that's what my father wanted me to learn when I went off to the war. Some people's lives are more valuable than others. (laughs) I can't say it's a lesson I'm happy to learn, but I guess that'll be the message of my movie. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
0: uh cool. Well, that's the end of the story and now uh we're going to do some epilogues. I like this a lot because we know that we survived. Yeah. Um uh and then uh I feel like you should go first, Lucia. Okay. Or or second. I can go first if you want me to. Okay. Okay. So, uh Tony Tomes uh has made one award nominated film. That was that was it, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and uh, it, it did did learn that uh, Steve uh, found some some supernatural stuff um, and some valuable lessons about war. <laughs> so uh, goes uh, home, starts to just to make little movies about. His feelings. Tony <laughs> goes home and, and makes movies about his feelings, but instead of making the people in his life act out their, their scenes, he just gets little clay dolls. And <laughs> he he makes a whole a movie about everything that actually happened in China and yeah. um puts it out and it becomes very popular. It's called Toy Story Prequel
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and wins many Academy Awards. <laughs> people thought it was a metaphor. It wasn't.
3: Sergeant Betty, um, you know, kind of after all of this and after a couple of years as a successful screwball comedian uh, slash decorated war veteran, she, um, you know, realizes that she kind of squandered things with Tony that, like, there really aren't men like Tony in the rest of Hollywood, that he's kind of one of a kind.
1: So you're saying the the thing that he (laughs) stole, the, the heart, was stolen. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes. Oh. And um so uh Betty just kind of has a a fling after fling with uh <laughs> you know terrible extras oh. and um finally gets uh, intimate with this one fella who turns out to be an assassin because because Sergeant Betty had uh, given away a bunch of American war secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so Sergeant Betty is uh, assassinated on their 40th birthday
1: <laughs>
3: oh. cool. all right well it's gonna happen i guess
1: yeah so uh minnesota steve uh, after in back in china after having murdered the entire crew of the film daria uh did indeed find the holy mirror of truth Uh, but was disappointed to learn that it was indeed just a mirror and that the truth was whatever you had in your heart when you were looking into it. It reflected back at you, and it said, well, you're a demon-infested, subservient guy now, and, and you believe only... In uh, murder and subserviency, so he was like thumbs up. Uh, but then <laughs> his son was in the background, and he realized he also had a magic tape recorder, so he didn't really need a m- holy mirror of truth. He had a magic tape recorder that everybody had been kind of ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> so he figured, screw it, I'll take my son out of China. They went back. Uh, they had a happy a life for a while there in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, Steve would murder, and Cubby would report, and the the city was more popular than ever tourists would come to check out the various famous murder places, but it all fell apart that night at the Oscars uh, when the spirit of Daria did indeed leave Steve's body, and Daria had had a long time to witness who was the true power, which was, of course, Cubby Cub Cubbington. So the spirit of Daria entered Cubby Cub Cubbington, and Steve went back to his natural role where he felt most comfortable being subservient to his teenage son.
0: All right, Cubby.
2: Well, first of all, I got to say that uh, uh, Cubby is, uh, you know, after all of this, uh, certainly very proud of his dad uh, and uh, happy that he realized that his place in life was to be subservient to specifically me, uh, Cubby, uh, and uh, now filled with the green demonic spirit of Daria, uh, I am both committing murders in Minneapolis and reporting on them. Oh, yeah. It is the it is the perfect crime with the perfect byline, Cub Cubby Stevenson. Because, of course, Aww. I took my father's last name.
1: Also, I'm a murderer.
0: <laughs> that's beautiful.
1: It turns out the magic tape recorder is just really agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a really swell guy, like a just, swell it's all just, around. It's just real supportive. Yeah. It's just a tape recorder that was possessed by a spirit that's like, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. (laughs) (laughs) We all need that. We do. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, that's our episode of Gosh, Our Fiasco. Thank you so much for being on the show, everybody. So much fun. Uh, And uh, uh, just as a quick review, I'm Angela. You know who I am. I'm on Twitter at Angela M. Weber. Who are you? Uh,
1: I am Joseph Scrimshaw. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. And you can visit my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for all my shows and whatnot. I'm Josh
2: A. Kagan, at Josh A. Kagan on Twitter and Instagram. And you can go visit Joseph at (laughs) (laughs) Joseph's. I don't have a website. You don't
0: need a website. I don't need it.
3: And I'm Lucia Fasano, and you can follow me on Twitter at Lucia underscore Fasano or on my website, luciafasano.com, and you can get my new album, Radio Sounds. (sighs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) <laughs>
0: don't want to disturb you but we're all in the bottom of a mind <laughs> thanks for listening Yay. Wink. thank you for listening
1: check out fiasco from bully pulpit games or at your local gaming store
0: Gosh darn Fiasco's logo was created by John Harper and music was created by Aubrey Weber.